the 4th of July, and 1776. The 4th of July is the one holiday on the calendar that is impossible to sum up in an encyclopedia entry or a short blog post. From the start, it was recognized as an historic event that would be commemorized and solemnized every year. John Adams, the very day of the decision for independence, July 4th, 1776, declared that the day should forever afterwards be celebrated with bonfires and illuminations across the breadth and length of the land. Talk about a prescient prediction. But although everyone agreed that it should be celebrated, what exactly is it that Americans have celebrated or ought to be celebrating about it? That question has been a subject of debate. The actual day when Congress voted for independence was not July 4th, but July 2nd, 1776. It was that day, the 2nd of July, that Adams thought would be the focus of bonfires and illuminations. For Adams, the declaration two days later was partly a clerical matter, an announcement to the world that the baby had been born, a new nation. It was partly a military strategy because if France agreed with the reasons set forth in the announcement document, she might join the war and fight England to help secure American independence. Adams and everyone else at the time thought that the announcement or declaration on the 4th, when the declaration was signed, must take second place in importance to the decision for independence, which actually brought the nation into being, which took place on July 2nd. But the peculiar nature of the announcement itself, the declaration, and especially its first paragraph, or preamble, turned out to be so important for both the world and the nature of the United States of America that was to develop, that it now seems appropriate to celebrate July 4th rather than July 2nd as the more important event. What part of the Declaration of Independence was the part that justified this exalted claim? Certainly not the last 80% of the document. This last 80% was a history lesson explaining to the world why the American revolutionaries were right to revolt and what crimes the British had committed, leaving them no choice but to do so. Each sentence begins with the words, He has, and refers, of course, to King George III. It is a bill of particulars, charging George III with responsibility for the crimes necessitating revolution. These crimes were well known, however, at the time. What was new about the Declaration was that it yoked the king to crimes that most Americans had blamed the Parliament for. This was political strategy on the part of Jefferson and the founders, for what was needed at the time of independence was a radical break between the American people and the feelings that they had for the king. Most Americans were done with Parliament after the controversies of the 1760s and 1770s. Soft feelings for the king had to be turned into hard feelings against him, and that was the purpose of the many sentences indicting the king in the document. Obviously, then, 
It was the preamble that changed and continues to change the world. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter and to abolish it. Jefferson made two contributions with these words. The first was canny and strategic. Every word except three was straight from John Locke, who had expressed the rights of Englishmen way back in the 1690s, nearly a century before. Americans were raised from birth on the ideas of John Locke. Jefferson was saying to them, Don't listen to me, a Virginia planter, whom you may never have heard of. Listen to John Locke, whom you have always believed. The three new words contributed by Jefferson were revolutionary, though. The pursuit of happiness was Jefferson's substitution for Locke's rights to property. By committing government to the responsibility for creating a level playing field for all people, irregardless of wealth, to have the equal opportunity to pursue happiness, and notice that happiness itself was not promised, Jefferson was creating an American ideal that would set the American nation apart from all others in the world. But do not confuse the Declaration of Independence with the Constitution of the United States. The first is a statement of ideals. The second is our basic law. Evaluating the relative importance of each is like evaluating the relative importance to you of your mother and your father. Law is all-important, but so too are ideals. Astonishingly, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams died on the same day. More astonishing still, they both died on the 4th of July. But not just any 4th of July. The 50th anniversary of the Great Declaration, July 4th, 1826. No wonder Americans at the time saw divine providence behind both the anniversary and the original act. To those wanting a refresher on what happened that first July 4th, I would heartily recommend the 1972 movie 1776 with William Daniels, Howard De Silva, Blythe Danner, and others. Based on the Broadway play from the 1960s, it is a musical that is faithful to the facts. But it also reflects how the 4th of July has always been refracted through the lens of the generation that commemorates it. In the Broadway show, a courier brings home to the Congress the plight of Washington's army and the reality of death in wartime a nod toward the impact the Vietnam War had on Americans in that day. This year and the next, a revival of this play is coming to Broadway, starring a cast with no males in it at all, a conception of the Founding Fathers portrayed only by actors 
who identify as female, non-binary, and trans. The same book, music, dialogue, and characters of the original will be retained. Just as the original 1776 interrogated the extent to which Americans were living up to their founding ideals in that time, the current play continues with that theme in an America with only one constant, and that constant is change. Thanks for listening.